Your Locked On Canucks, your daily podcast on the Vancouver Canucks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome back to Locked On Canucks. I am your host, Lachlan Irvin. Thank you so much for tuning in. Today's episode is brought to you by the Locked On NHL Podcast Network and our Top 50 Player Rankings. Who are this season's Top 50 NHL Players? Find out on the Locked On NHL Podcast when Joe DiBiase, Mike DiStefano, and Rachel Donner reveal the Top 50 Players as voted on by our local experts across the Locked On NHL network of podcasts, including yours truly. Subscribe to the Locked On NHL podcast on YouTube and turn your notifications on so that you never miss an episode. I am your host, Lachlan Irvin, and today we're going to be talking about uh, a little bit about uh, Elias Pettersson's contract specifically and how, how it may relate to uh, a, a signing that happened earlier today with uh, Andre Svechnikov signing in Carolina. And we'll be doing our very first Canucks player profile, or I guess second technically. We did cover Oliver ekman Larson a few a few episodes back. But today we're doing a little a, a good a look at Thatcher Demko uh, because I am a goalie person if you know anything about me. Um, but let's start with the fact that today, uh, Andrei Svechnikov signed with the Carolina Hurricanes for a, for, signed a new eight-year contract, uh, worth $62 million with, uh, with an average annual value of $7.75 million per season. It's a very good contract for what Svechnikov has brought to the Hurricanes in the last few years. He's a former second overall, uh, second overall pick in uh, the 2018 draft. He is real. He sc- and he scored uh, 42 points in 55 games last year. A pretty decent clip. A little bit below his uh, pace from a season before when he scored 61 and 68, but still very, very good. Um, and a lo- it got people asking the question today of how much this affects um, Elias Pettersson's contract negotiations, as he is one of the few forwards who's yet to. The few big name forwards, I should say, who has yet to sign their new their new contract out of restrict uh, out of restricted free agency, um, and Thomas Drance uh, brought up uh, the Athletic brought up a very good point on Twitter, uh, basically detailing like the the question out putting the question out there for people of you know does the Svechnikov steal of a contract impact the Canucks leverage with Elias Pettersson? Uh, Pet- Svechnikov has played 50 more games in his career than Pedersen and has fewer goals and assists. Career points per game uh, average for Svechnikov is uh, 0.68. For Pedersen, it's 0.93. So, and so that in itself should kind of tell you a little bit about how, well, it's understandable why this contract, why this contract uh, might seem like a measuring stick early as Pedersen, why it really isn't. And there are a couple other reasons we'll get into as well. And we'll talk about, we'll talk a little bit about uh, where I, where Pedersen is probably more likely to land here. Um, so putting aside the fact that already uh, PD has an average uh, scoring pace, that's a much higher than uh, Svechnikov's is. Uh, there's also the fact that Svechnikov is part of a team that is a much better all-around group. Uh, he is prob he, I think it's, I don't, I, I am not a, a Carolina expert by any stretch for that. I'm sure you're, you can check out Locked On Hurricanes. Uh, but for myself, for myself, uh, from what I know about the Hurricanes, Svechnikov is not the guy, is, is not the player in Carolina. He's very good. He's one of their best players, but he is not the guy. That title belongs to Sebastian Ajo right now. 
and it likely will for the rest of time. So, or at least for the rest of this era, I should say, not the rest of time. Um, so with that in mind, Svechnikov is already coming in at a bit of a different, in a different sort of negotiation point, whereas Elias Pettersson is undoubtedly the Canucks' best player. There's no doubt in anyone's mind that outside of maybe their goaltender they're in Thatcher Demko, that the most important player to, to the success of the Vancouver Canucks going forward is Elias Pettersson. And I don't think there's anyone who's going to debate that fact, that they without him, the team looked last season, particularly when he was injured, they looked a lot, they looked lost at times, they didn't have this, the, the depth immediately disappeared. Obviously, it's very hard to replace a player of Pettersson's abilities, but it is doable if you, it is slightly more doable if you have the right depth around them. Uh, just ask Tampa Bay after uh, Nikita Kucherov sat out the entire season uh, with an injury. Um, this is the kind of thing the Canucks just can't. The Canucks need to have Pedersen as long as they possibly can. Svechnikov is in a spot where the Hur- the Hurricanes are were in a spot where they could very realistically not have to offer as much to Svechnikov as they might have, say, if Ajo wasn't there. If Ajo's not on the table, if the team is not as good as they are, it's much har- It's much harder for them to convince Svechnikov to take $7.75 million per year. You can very easily see that moving up to closer into the 8 or $9 million range, probably, without Ajo or without the general or full-on success of the Hurricanes in the last few years. Um... The Canucks don't have any of that. They have the ones the one year where they lucked into they lucked into getting into the qualifier round after the pandemic pause after the the pandemic pause uh, and ended up going on a very good playoff run. But then last season they really struggled. They had one of their worst seasons. They had a they it might not have been their worst season on paper, but it was one of their worst on uh, one of their worst for just the overall. Uh, uh, mentality around the team and the over and the the attitude around the team. They definitely lost a, a good chunk of that uh, last year with some of the the struggles of playing in the middle of a of a pandemic, um, among other reasons. Um, and so the Canucks don't have the leverage of well, we're a very good hockey team, we're a cup contender. They don't have any of that. They it is all hope right now. For as far as from a negotiation standpoint is concerned. For the Hurricanes, they could go to Svechnikov and they can say, "Well, look, you've seen the results of what ha- of what we've been able to accomplish by building around you. Uh, we and that's why we need you to take a little less than you're worth if you want to compete for the champ for a championship." The Canucks don't have that for for Pedersen. They have to convince him. They would have to. They don't have that uh, that chip in their in their in their uh, in the stack there. They have to. Uh, they're more likely to have to try and give him max amount of money to keep him around as long as possible simply because of the fact that they're not as good a team. And also, let's not let's not also forget that uh, the position aspect of things where Svechnikov is a winger uh, and Pedersen is a center. Centers are all instantly going to make a good chunk more money than wingers specifically because of how much more important they are on the ice. It doesn't seem like it. It may not seem like the difference is that big. They both, uh, a good, a top six winger is an important asset and great goal scorer, great point getter for, uh, centers, same thing, but instead they have to be pretty good in their own end. They also have to be able to win faceoffs. There's etc. Centers are always more valuable than wingers. And 
for that and with that in mind, that also brings up the number of what Pedersen is likely going to cost. Now, it's hard to tell exactly where uh, Pedersen's contract is likely to land. We kind of touched on it in a previous episode. Uh, the Canucks right now have, according to Cap Friendly, about projected cap space of about $10.664 million. And that is not, I believe, is not including the $3.5 million they will get with Michael Furland, extra they will get with Michael Furland on injured reserve. Uh, which leaves you, clo- which if doing crunching the numbers, leaves you at around close to about around 14 million, a little over 14 million. And that is not enough to sign both Pedersen and Hughes to, and Quinn Hughes to long term contracts. So it's going to come down to a situation where you have to choose one. We, we, we have said this a little bit before, but just to give you a little bit more insight to what we're kind of looking at here, uh, I've said in the past that. Defense right now is at an all-time premium. Most likely, what you're going to see is the Canucks go for the max amount of money to put Hugh to for Hugh on Hughes's contract to get him to make sure he's locked in for as long as possible. Likely one close to another one of those close near close to eight-year deals, something probably in the ballpark of what Kale McCarr got from the Avalanche this year. Um, with Pedersen and with Pedersen, what some what a if we go to Evolving Hockey, which is a great tool, uh, if you have not checked it out, it's worth looking at. They have a they have a they have a program which basically uh, projects what they think contracts, uh, what a what a player's likely contract will look like. And right now, they're projecting that likely Pedersen will finish will have it will get a contract somewhere in the ballpark of four point nine million dollars uh, for two years, which would not it would not walk him to unrestricted free agency it would be a bridge contract until they could clear some more money off the books to give him his big contract um and then they would and then they where they would then sign the max they also it's also pretty close to wavering between a two or three either way it does not walk him to free agency which is the most important thing uh and looking at the canucks cap structure right now that seems to be about where you would land right now with about you landed a, if you're giving say uh eight million dollars to quinn hughes that leaves uh out of, with 14 million on your on your books that leaves you with about five with about close to five million dollars a little bit around five million dollars left over for Patterson, and that is probably what you're going to end up seeing they're going to come out to basically zero on how much cap space is left for them to do anything else past that but that's kind of secondary to, you know, getting your two most important players signed up. So I think you're going to see, while Svechnikov's contract is a, is clearly a very good one and it'll likely pay off very well for the Hurricanes in the long run, particularly because all the, while they are banking on him being better, a little bit better than he is uh, right now, uh, it's a pretty safe bet that he will get there. Uh, with Pedersen, the money's going to become get a lot bigger. You're going to see a contract... Probably upwards of say, depending on how much the cap moves in that time, probably eight or nine million dollars at or when uh, if if a bridge de- if a bridge deal pushes the pushes the the goal the 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 goal down further down the road to, to by two or three years, and and uh, after this we're gonna talk after uh, a short break we're gonna talk a little bit about a guy who signed his own big contract pretty recently Thatcher Demko. 
There's only one betting place that has you covered and one betting place that we trust, and that's betonline.ag. It's that time of year again, and all eyes are now turning to football as teams are back on the gridiron to start the football season. And as always, BetOnline is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. Get all the updated odds, props, and contests, including online's biggest half-million-dollar NFL Mega Contest and the world's largest $200,000 NFL Survivor Contest open now at BetOnline. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 100% welcome bonus by taking advantage of their opening day super promo. Make a bet on the Thursday, September 9th season opener between the Super Bowl champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Dallas Cowboys, and if you lose, your wager will be refunded. Up to $25 for new customers only when signing up and using the promo code NFL100. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports, from football, basketball, boxing, hockey, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait and take advantage of all the great offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Does this sound familiar? You've got one device that lets you catch the game live, another that lets you stream your favorite shows, you're watching sports highlights on your phone, and you've got your neighbor's best friend's login for all the good stuff. Well, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all that entertainment you love without the hassle, and a great way to finally get your TV together. It's called Direct TV Stream. And it brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, so you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes and no need to buy another device ever again. And the best part? There's no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can learn more at DirecTV.com. That's DirecTV.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. Moving right along now to our Canucks player profile for this week. Last week, we did a little bit on Oliver ekman Larson, one of the newcoming Canucks. And today, we're going to do one on the on an incumbent, a goaltender, because this is a very pro goaltender show. Uh, if you've ever listened to my other show, The Crease Cast, uh, you know that I am a goaltender. I have been uh, since I was uh, 10 years old. Uh, goaltending is a big part of my life. It's something that really got me into uh, covering the game as it is, and that is why, of course, we're going to start when it comes to the big-name players on the Canucks and what they mean and what their future holds coming into this next season. We're going to start with a goalie, and that goalie being Thatcher Demko, the only goaltender returning from last season as far as the NHL club is concerned. Uh, last season, he played 35 games. He finished with a record of 16, 18, and 1. And, but finished with a 9.15 save percentage, finished which is tenth among as uh, tenth among NHL goaltenders who played at least half their team's games. Um, while he did not end up with that with a winning record in those games, that more of course was to do with rather uh, with the product in front of him rather than the player rather than uh, his own play, and and. That was further proven by the fact that last season, during uh, the year he, near the uh, the trade deadline, he earned a new five-year con- contract extension worth twenty-five million dollars with it. So for a five million dollar average annual value, uh, an incredibly good cost for a goaltender who was playing as well as he was last year. This is a this might this is probably considered a hot take to the people who didn't necessarily see a lot of Thatcher Demko last year. Uh, like there were some very good, there were some clearly some very good, um, performances by goaltenders during the regular season last year by guys like, uh, Andre Vasilevsky, of course, is always, it was as good as always. He had Philip Grubauer, uh, 
who was a big part of the Avalanche's success last year. Uh, Marc-Andre Fleury won the Vesna Trophy uh, after seemingly taking the reins back for the Golden Knights uh, until that was very much not the case anymore. And UC Soros, who had an, an exceptional season that I what, frankly flew under the radar of even myself just on how good he was down the stretch for the Predators to get them even in to get them into the playoffs after it seemed like they were not even close. A lot of that had to do with him. Um, so, but with all that being said, I think that if had the season continued as as planned, uh, that of course meaning that uh, the Canucks season shortened fifty six game season had played out the way it was originally supposed to without the massive outbreak COVID nineteen outbreak in the middle of the season that took the Canucks out of commission for another two uh three weeks um they or at least or two weeks sorry uh i think prior to that uh demko was playing well enough that i think he would would have ended up as a candidate for the vesna trophy i think he would have been one of the finalists he he uh i'm not saying he would have won necessarily i'm not saying he would have won but i do think he would have been one of the final three I think he would have been in there because, I mean, the Canucks' success last season or whatever success they were able to muster during the year completely hinged on their goaltending, especially after Elias Pettersson went down. They had some players step up, like Brock Besser really uh, came into his own and really took the reins uh, for the Canucks on the offensive front uh, in Pettersson's absence. You saw JT Miller stepping up to take faceoffs again. Uh, Nils Hoaglander had an incredibly good rookie season and now, but none of that would have been even remotely possible, uh, without Thatcher Demko. Uh, a lot of games, he stole quite a few games during, uh, the regular season for the Canucks. Uh, he had a couple, he had a, he had a bit of a shakier start than I think people were expecting coming into the season. Uh, he's a, he was of course coming in as a first year starting goalie. Uh, in fact, he didn't even get the start in the opening game. That went to Braden Holpe. Um, he, but he ended up finishing the year with 35, playing 35 out of the team's 56 games. And he finished strong. Um, there was also a little bit of a lull after he came out of uh, the, after the COVID-19 outbreak, particularly because he was one of the players who was hit hardest, who uh, was hit hardest by COVID. Uh, before, but during that, uh, during that outbreak, um, and he struggled a little bit, uh, in that time, which was such a shame, especially because obviously you don't want anyone to get sick. That's the number one. That's priority. Number one is you wish no one had gotten sick because you don't want anybody to get sick. Uh, but as we're talking from a hockey standpoint here, I really think that he got robbed of a season where he was going to end up as one of the being considered one of the premier goalies in the NHL. He was going to have a season that would have put him specifically on the map as one of the best goaltenders, uh, best young goaltenders in the National Hockey League. And I think that would have culminated in him at least finishing top three in Vesna voting. But we'll be getting into my expectations for Demko's next season uh, right after this break. Today's episode of Locked on Canucks is brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to carry? You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. 
I'm a college student who's currently looking for his next car, and when I do, because of that, I'm going to need to find a way to pay for repairs and auto parts for a lot cheaper, and Rock Auto is definitely going to help me do that. You can save a lot of time and money while using Rock Auto. And their prices are reliably low for every customer, and they're a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. They have everything you could need, from brake parts to tail lamps to motor oil and even new carpeting. Go explore their easy-to-use website today to find the solution to your auto part needs. When you go to rockauto.com, see all the parts available for your car or truck, make sure to write locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. As somebody who really likes to snack, I really have been making an effort to try and find ways to snack a little bit healthier. And that is where Built Bars come in. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, and they have so many great flavors for you to try. There is something for everyone. And if you don't know the Built Bar flavors, you're missing out on things like coconut, mint brownie, strawberry, and orange. And if you haven't tried all their flavors, you can get a mix box where you'll get two of each of their nine flavors. Not only are Built Bar flavors the best tasting, but they're healthy too, uh, from ranging from 7 to 18 grams of protein and calories from ranging from 130 to 180 calories. That's incredibly low. Order today and you can get their grasshopper cookie or raspberry flavor, whatever you like. Built Bar is even the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team. Just go to Built.com and use the promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off of your next order. Use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off your next order at Built.com. Now the question becomes, well, what happens from here for him? Because this is going to be even a different season than, say, last year was. Um, he had had, of course, he was last year he was coming off of those three incredible games against Vegas in the, the bubble uh, where he single-handedly got the Canucks from back from three games from three from a three to one series deficit to tying that series and forcing a game seven, uh, and any doubt that he couldn't that he couldn't be that great uh, in the in the regular season with actual starting minutes was quickly proven very wrong. Um, but now we're coming into a, a year where now he's going to have to do it. Uh, as the bona fide 100% starter. Last year, there was a little bit of benefit given to the idea that eventually that Holtby was going to get quite a few starts early in the season. Travis Green did a very good job at managing his goal, the workload of his goal of his goalies by uh, playing them basically 50-50. He just was kind of split in starts between the two. It was very much a every first game was Demko's, every second game was Holtby's until Demko started to run away with uh, clearly better play than Holtby did down the stretch. Um, this year, I don't think that's even going to be part of the the plan. I think it's very much, they're very much going in with the idea that Thatcher Demko is your number one guy. He's going to play at least half your games, probably closer to the 50 mark. And you're, but you now, and now you have uh, Yarrow Halak coming in uh, to back him up. He's not going to play. Halak is a great goalie. You do not need him. You do not want him playing the majority of your games. You just need him to play a good chunk of them uh, to manage your goaltender's uh, energy. So I think that Demko is going to get a lot of starts this year, undoubtedly. You're going to see him get probably close to as many games as last season had. It total is the interesting part. Like 35 games uh, in a normal season is less than half the year. This is 
hopefully, uh, fingers crossed uh, when it comes to things like the Delta variant, we're going to get an 82-game season this year, and after that, a full playoffs. Um, And potentially, if the Canucks plan on making the playoffs, which every indication uh, by management and the coaching staff and the players seems to be that they are going for a playoff playoff berth this year, um, that would mean that Demko's probably going to play close to as many games as there were in all of last year. Um, and I think that, you know, I think there's going to be a little bit of growing pains coming out of just the, the workload, because again, this means they're technically, they're going to be playing a few less games, uh, in such a quick time span than they were last year. Um, but because of that, it also means that Demko is probably more likely to get a larger string of starts in a row. And with that in mind, he's probably going to, there's going to be fatigue. There's going to be, it's going to be come down a lot down to how well can the coaching staff manage his ice time and his confidence. Uh, because sometimes you're going to have a, because you know, every goalie has a rough, has a rough go. You don't want to over, you don't want to overplay a goaltender to the point where they're letting in goals that they don't, that they would normally have if they were fresher. And I think, uh, Ian Clark is going to play a huge hand in that. Of course, he, he himself getting his own five-year contract extension, similarly mirroring that of Demko's because uh, of how great a job he's done uh, building Demko into the goaltender he is now. I think it's very likely that you're going to see Demko take that next step. I think he's going to, I think he will flourish in the role. You might need to give him some time. He's going to be come, he's going to be getting a little bit of a newer, of a different experience again than he did last season as a starter. Um, but this is his net. There's no doubt about in anyone's mind, I don't think, that this is his net for the foreseeable future. And if the Canucks are going to continue to battle for playoff spots and battle in for playoff victories, uh, Thatcher Demko is going to be a huge part of that. The Canucks took a big risk in not bringing back Jacob Markstrom last year and deciding to go that the three-game sample... Or and the the sample they he they had shown before that they had gotten from him beforehand during when Markstrom was injured during the regular season was enough to warrant him to warrant him taking over the net. Uh, I think he's I think he was ready to go. I think he's and he's definitely rewarded them with some very good goaltending. I think that as far as next season is concerned, he is going to he is going to take that next big step and become a and become and finally get his name out there as one of the best goaltenders. Uh, the NHL has to offer. And with that, another edition of Locked On Canucks comes to an end. Thank you so much for listening. I have been Lachlan Irvin. If you want to get in touch with me, you can uh, using my Twitter at Lock in the Crease. Uh, you can also check out our show's Twitter at Locked On Canucks. Uh, and, and if you enjoyed the show, make sure to check out our sister show, Locked On Bets. Betting on hockey doesn't have to be a guessing game if you listen to the new Locked On Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favored picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow the Locked On Bets podcast brought to you by BetOnline.ag, wherever you get your podcasts. And uh, don't forget to make sure that if you enjoyed the show to uh, check out, uh, to make sure to subscribe on your podcast platform. Make sure you hit the bell uh, for notifications whenever we drop a new episode. Uh, I will be bringing out shows to you every single Monday, Wednesday, and Friday up until late September when we get back to a Monday to Friday schedule, five episodes a week. Make sure you, uh, yeah, so make sure you hit the notifications if if your podcast platform has those. Uh, With that in mind, thank you so much for listening. Enjoy your weekend, and I will see you back here on Monday. Take care.